It's like when you watch Criminal Minds and you really empathize with the serial nope, killer. No, nope. like... mm -mm, Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here to talk about the different versions of us. Are we real? Are we dancers? Are we human? I don't know. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So I think a few weeks ago in the Valentine's Day episode, I said that Jordan and I were going to do like the thing, the TikTok thing where you like choose different cards and everything. And so we did that on Saturday of last week and it was quite nice. Really, really enjoyed myself. He had like, like a coffee thing, um, like an activity, like a dinner slash drinks kind of thing, and then like another activity after dinner. So all around, very good time. I discovered a place that was relatively near me. This coffee shop that I absolutely love. Their raisin oatmeal coconut raisin cookies mm. um they also have this vegan ginger molasses cookie and i don't like ginger and i don't like ginger cookies but this is probably one of the best cookies i've ever had Dang. yeah would recommend um, i'm not gonna share the name because it's a little bit close to me <laughs> but i will share it with you privately but yeah so that was really nice it was like nice because even though it was so close we never seemed to have like ventured there um so it was nice to like explore the area that we live in and get to know it a little bit better. Hmm. Well, I'm adding it to the list for when we come visit you. I guess the other update is that we might be joining Maggie, Nick, and others um, in Japan. But Maggie has not yet booked her Korea tickets, so Jordan has not done anything. This is fair. I was supposed to do it today slash yesterday, but it has been crazy. So... And it's not my problem, so mm -hmm, I don't really mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I did pre-planning. My pre-planning is like watching TikToks and saving them to add to the itinerary. Oh <laughs> I like don't really trust TikTok recommendations, so like it, it does you pain me to. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you have to like really screen them because like we went to a couple TikTok places before and they've always been like huge disappointments. Yeah, I think I trust YouTube videos, like full length, like two videos mm -hmm. where they go to like a variety of places a little bit more. And like how I did it for New York was that if this place was mentioned in more than one YouTube video and they like really like raved about it, I'm like, okay, like I'll add that to my list of places. Or if I personally saw it and I was like, ooh, this looks really good, then I like the stop down. But if only one person kind of talked about it or if it was like too big, I was like, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's how, you know, you can't really trust it. If it gets, like, too big where everyone talks about it. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, like, quality might also go down if it gets too big. Because mm -hmm. people are like, oh, we already have all this hype. Like, we don't really have to, like, maintain the quality mm -hmm. as much because we have, like, all this hype generator around it. So they might look for, like, cost-cutting measures, which... Sad. Yeah. Maybe not sad. We'll see, we'll see if Wanda and Jordan actually join us. Um, yeah. I hope so. I think it'll be fun. 
But also, if not, no pressure. Thank you for, for that. The longest time, like it's me, Gabby, and my boyfriend Nick. We went in thinking it was just gonna be the three of us because we've been talking about it since like last year, kind of thing. And everyone was so flaky. And then we were like, you know what? Fuck everyone. We're just gonna book it ourselves, do our own thing. And then when we finally book our tickets, then all these people come out of the weeds and they're like, hey, I'm gonna come too. And we're like, hmm, interesting. Now that we've confirmed everything, they get the FOMO and they want to come. But I'm the same way. So it's fair. Yeah. I mean, really, it was just like a, I wouldn't say a miscommunication, but like a, Jordan did not listen to what I was saying. Classic. Communication. Classic. (laughs) Yeah. um, What's your update for this week? My update is I hurt myself. Um, I hurt my neck the other day. This is the, it seems to be happening on a yearly basis. Um, Sorry to the listeners, but I have a heating pad on my neck slash shoulder right now. I heard it when I was like, my room was kind of cold and I like strained my neck to look at my phone because my alarm went off. And then as soon as I strained my neck, it like hurt a lot. (laughs) Not as much as last year, but it hurt a lot to move my neck around to look around even. Now I can like look. Like, look how flexible my neck is right now. It'd be so funny if you're, like, moving your neck back and forth. Like, ow! (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then my mother and my aunt promptly massaged me. But my aunt gave such a deep freaking tissue massage that my neck was so bruised. And they have this thing where they think the wrists are connected to the neck. So then she was massaging my wrists. And then the next day, I was like, oh, my God, why do my wrists hurt? Like, even Nick, like, sometimes will massage my shoulders and then as soon as he touched it I was like uh please don't touch it it's in so much pain right now and I think it's just bruised that is the sign of a good massage I literally that's what I've always been told (laughs) oh my god I literally do not like massages because of that (laughs) because they go so hard I just want a nice enjoyable one yeah, I think it's the difference between if you go to an Asian masseuse and a white masseuse, where like the Asian masseuse, like you'll wake up the next day and you'll be like super sore from your massage. But then if you go to like a white, like a spa type, like white or place, like not to generalize, but then you'll get like more of like an enjoyable type of massage is what I've heard. I love that. The idea of that makes me sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I went to get like a like an insurance covered massage before and I didn't enjoy it but then I went to like this actually like it's like this place called Go Place in Ontario um I see it all over TikTok I went wasn't that great um but yeah so that one they try to make enjoyable it they were Asian but that one was like it felt really good because it was so like I'm trying to make gestures where they're like lightly patting your back but yeah, that's what I want. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I walked Jackie last night, and because there was like so much snow and he pulls a lot, I slipped and fell. And once again, I hurt my neck. Why do you? To me. Why do you hold the leash? Because of Nick's forearms. Mm. Now we now he holds it because I'm the one in more pain than him. God. Both of you are so broke. <laughs> What's your beef or crush of the week? So 
actually have a lot of beefs from this week. So I really had to like think about which beef that I wanted to talk about. Um, in the end, the beef that I am now growing old went out because I don't think I can process alcohol as well anymore. And like I remember when I was younger, people would always tell me that you'd hit an age where drinking just becomes a lot more difficult and a lot less fun. And I think that age is my 26. Mm-hmm. Okay, that age is 26. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I feel like every time I've gone out or I've like had like quite a bit of alcohol in the last few months, my body just rejects it. Like in the past, I would get like drunk really easily, like easily in quotation marks. And it'd be like a nice feeling of drunkness. And it usually lasts for at least a couple of hours where I'd go like be able to have fun, like lower inhibitions and all that fun stuff. But now I feel like I can only maintain that, like that very small period of drunkness for like 10 to 15 minutes before I just like pee it all out. And then after that, like blissful enjoyment of drunkness I just become like very cranky and very sober but like very sober in the sense that I still can't function properly where things are not like a hundred percent coherent but I feel very sober inside so it's a very like trapped in the body of a drunk person type of feeling my brain is sober but like but the rest of me is like completely intoxicated it's very weird but then once I get home, usually from a night out of doing that, I get like a really big headache right before I go to sleep. And then my sleep gets affected. I wake up multiple times throughout the night. I pee so much. And then because I pee and wake up, I can't get a proper night's sleep. So then the next day I'm more tired. And then usually the day after that, I'm also tired. And then the day after that, I'm also tired because it seems to be like a very long process for the alcohol to leave my system. And now I just, I can't drink more really like I probably can like I'll have like one or two drinks but I can't have like copious amounts of alcohol anymore because my body is just rejecting it Hmm. that is unfortunate I am very sorry me too I didn't think it hit me this early I thought I had more years (laughs) I thought I was so young and nimble um that's funny we talked about it a little bit and I was like welcome to the club Everyone gets to that age where they can't drink because they have a thing. Yeah. And your age was like 16. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Never went away. Yeah. Yeah. Now I just like kind of avoid drinking. Like I'll drink in like social settings kind of. More like work social settings. That's the only time I'll drink like to get approval. Um, Yeah. It's like a weird thing. Like if I see everyone else drinking and they're like, Maggie, what are you drinking? I'm like water. They're like. Oh, okay, cool. And then, I don't know, being like sober like feels weird. So I'm like, I gotta be a little bit buzzed to show that I can hang with the cool kids. Yeah. I mean, I understand, but also you shouldn't feel pressure to do that. You should just say like, drinking straight vodka. Then I feel like you'll also get the same expression of, oh, Maggie. <laughs> More like a concerned expression. Um water i mean sometimes like depending on who you're with like you might also get like a, oh my god no why are you just drinking water so it's kind of like yeah it's no winning um the other asian girls on my team they have the exact same feelings as me like they also don't like drinking that much but they'll have like maybe one um so like that's kind of nice to be in like the same boat with people because they're like oh i don't want to get too red-faced 
I'm like, same, same. Yeah. I don't... I think my face gets warm, but I still... If I wake up one day and I start turning red because I drank alcohol, I think that's it. I'm never drinking again. Like, that is when I, like, my body has truly called it quits. Your body is like, please, no more. No more poison. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this is it. That is a sign from my body. I've never had it before. And I think it's my body's way of telling me to never drink again. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to listen to my body in that case. That's good. Always listen to your body, guys. What's your B for crush of the week? Um, I don't know if it's a beef or a crush, but I just want to mention that I watched Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. I can't decide if I have a beef or a crush there yet. I kind of, like, really like... Uh, did you ever watch Loki? Yeah. Okay, so the guy who plays Kang... Uh, mm-hmm. King the Conqueror. I think he's like a really great actor, and like I guess I've never really noticed him before. Um, but yeah, wow, he's amazing. He's just so dramatic, and he seems like all these Marvel villains have just a thing about them being calm, and then they lose it, and then you see them snap, and it's like whoa, scary. But I think he's great. Um, the whole movie itself is like not bad. Like the reviews were awful, so I went in thinking it was gonna be garbage. But I thought it was, like, not bad. Like, better than I thought it'd be. I like Paul Rudd. Can't go wrong. And Michelle Pfeiffer is a hot lady. I kept whispering to Nick how hot she was. And he was like, her? Her? Rude. I think I can see it. She's hot. Um, I guess my beef is, like, the whole phase of Marvel right now where... I think I mentioned it before, but I'm getting, like, kind of exhausted with all the Marvel Star Wars stuff going out. And I know, like, this phase is, like, supposed to be time travel and stuff and all the multiverses. And I'm like, all that stuff is, like, so overused and I'm so exhausted from it. Be original. Um, And even, like, Star Wars, I guess, like, they really milk themselves dry to the point where I'm sure Andor is a good show. Everyone keeps saying it on Reddit, but I don't really want to watch it because I'm so exhausted from Star Wars. And that's why it took me so long to watch Miss Marvel. And I felt bad because she was like the young, like Canadian Muslim, Canadian? Muslim girl. And I was like, I should support this show. But it literally took me a year to watch it because I was so tired from all Marvel things. I love it, but it's too much for even me, a crazy obsessed fan. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of content and they're pumping out a lot of content. And then DC is also gonna start pumping out content too, right, because of James Gunn. What's up with them releasing the Flash movie? I saw a trailer for it and I was like, wait, is Ezra Miller not a piece of shit anymore? Like, what? Oh, he's still <laughs> I was so shocked. I, when I saw that, I'm like, so you canceled like Cat, what was it, Catwoman or Cat? Whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. But you're letting this film go out? Yeah, like, like what? what? Exactly. And like, yeah, I don't know. They like asked Henry Cavill or something to come back as Superman. He was like totally on board. He made that Instagram post to release it. And then they're like, actually, never mind. Like, what? And Ben Affleck is in it. And I also thought Ben Affleck didn't want to be Batman anymore. Uh, so I'm like very confused. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. I hate that they were so wishy-washy towards Henry Cavill. Oh, that's how it's pronounced. Whoopsie poopsie. Did you? I said Cavill. Cavill? <laughs> I mean, I, you, I always said Cavill, but like I... Like Cruella de Vil. Henry C- 
Cavill. The V. K A dash V L. Dash V L. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Truly a non superhero name. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of weird to see all this superhero stuff blow up. Um. Yeah. We'll see where it takes us, but I'm tired of it, Grandpa. That's my cash line today. Um, Interesting cash line. It's the meme, you know? And you say, well, that's too damn bad. Oh, I don't know that one. I'll send it to you later. Okay, thank you. Um, Yeah, that's it for my beef slash crush. I don't know. I don't know how we feel yet. So what would you rate the movie? of 10 um i probably liked it better than the second ant-man movie i know you have to look back because it was so like forgettable i it's the one with ghosts and where they got the mom back i remember the villain but i know they got the mom back like that (laughs) yeah that was the premise of the second one but there wasn't really a villain like it was supposed to be ghost she's the one who's like disappearing that's why they call her ghost they bring her back soon for like another phase that they're doing but yeah she was very forgettable have they introduced the new like ant-man or ant woman um it's always a kid oh so it's gonna be there but their daughter is like old yeah she's she has her own suit so she's like aunt daughter (laughs) 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 and woman i don't know (laughs) Yeah, because what? She's like in her 20s or something, right? Um, It's unclear in the movie. Like her character goes to jail for like a protest thing, but she doesn't mention school, but she just also happens to be insanely smart because she was like in the trailer, you see like she was the one who opened up the quantum thing or whatever. Hmm. You see. Nepotism. Mm-hmm. That is truly the two big things in Marvel movies. You see nepotism become really big. Like, all the Avengers kids just take on the role of new Avengers, like, stepping into their parents' shadows. And another thing is everyone's just insanely smart. Like, I don't think people actually realize how poor the American public education system is. Mm -hmm. But not everyone can just study the quantum realm and make an Iron Man suit and stuff. Um... I mean, like, according, if you watch the new Black Panther, apparently you can just build a new (laughs) Iron Man suit. I mean, she didn't get to keep it, but I guess. I liked her character. A lot of people did not, though. Uh, like, scientist person? Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand what, like, what value add she had to the movie. Um, No value add. Yeah. So it was a little strange. I was sad about the part where... The mom died saving her. Spoiler! But um, it's supposed to set up, like, the premise for Ironheart, like, the show. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like, I think the mom died because of her own dumb-dumbness. So <laughs> I don't feel that bad that the mom died. Like, I knew she was going to die. She had to die. But yeah. I think but, she like... caused it upon herself. I think, oh. No, I'm not going to get into it, but I just, I think she deserved to die. I think she chose violence instead of the, like, level-headed option. Like, she didn't choose to believe in the mer dude. What was his name? Namor? Namor? Whatever it is. Namor. 
yeah, she didn't choose to like have a friendly conversation with him or understand him and everything. Instead, she chose violence. And that's why she deserved to die. I don't like that. <laughs> what? No. Like, so like yes, like Shuri also chose violence up until the very end, I guess, where she told him to yield. But they didn't really like talk. Like she understood him, but she they didn't really like, talk about it. Uh, but the thing is like he, like the whole premise of the movie was setting up the fact that they are not different like they like use the same like vibranium they like have their own like they're just trying to save their people and protect their people so it's like they had the same goal in mind and yes although like he kind of went a little psycho about the fact that he wanted to like wage war about like like on everyone that lived on land and everything and that was like a little bit crazy of him but everything he did paralleled to what like uh people of like leadership of wakanda also wanted for wakanda so it's like they were literally walking the same path so like i'm so glad he didn't die because if he died if it would have felt so unjustified because it was like this is the same like this is you this is your counterpart in a different like species so it's like why are you not working together why don't you understand each other kind of thing and because the mom didn't take the time to talk to him didn't understand him the situation that he was in she instead chose violence and attacked his people he had no choice but to retaliate and all he did was kill her and then really retreated back so i think it was justified. It was a very controlled attack. He went in, got what he wanted, he went out. And she, the mom, was the one who instigated this. I see where you are coming from, but I also don't like it. Like, yeah, she was pretty hot-headed throughout the movie, but I guess, like, she was coming from, like, she lost so much, I guess. Like, all in such a fast time frame. Like, firing the general, which was, like, kind of mean. But, like, yeah, she lost her son. Literally was like, don't lose my daughter. Don't lose my daughter. Oh, I lost your daughter. Okay, well. Yeah. I mean, like, understandable in that case where she was very, like, she was making, she's make, making very emotional decisions because, like, um, of all the things that did happen to her. And I don't blame her for that. But also, you're the queen of Wakanda. Like, you can't just think about your family you have to think about everyone else in wakanda as well and she basically put her people up to slaughter because she was like i want to get my daughter back i brought like these people into wakanda and i've killed she basically has the blood of everyone who died yeah in wakanda on her mm-hmm. hands because she wanted her daughter back and even after she got her daughter back she was like fuck these people <laughs> Yeah, I think Namor was probably one of my favorite um, antagonists, like, or yeah. villains. Because, mm-hmm. like, in the end, I did not want him to die. If he died, I would have cried. Because oh. I think he was very justified in all of his actions. Yeah, they do say, like, those villains, the best villains are the ones where, like, you can really see their point of view. It's like when you watch Criminal Minds and you really empathize with the serial nope, killer. No, no, no. That intrusive thought has not come my way. <laughs> anyway, um, so we'll talk about the different versions of us. 
you know, sometimes when you're with your friends, your family, your work, in new situations, you're not always going to be consistent. You're always going to put on a new face. And you know what? That's okay. There there was a saying somewhere. Let me Google it. I, there's like a, I want to say it's a Chinese proverb, but I could be wrong. You have like a thousand faces or something. Look at proverbs. Can't even get English ones right. So. Dang it. I tried to Google a thousand faces and it's a Creed song. So now I'll never know. <laughs> but somewhere like there, if you actually know this proverb, let me know. But it's something like it's okay that you're not the same person. But I don't know. I don't know what it is. Do you feel, do you ever feel like you're a different person when you're with different groups of people? I would say so. Like, maybe not like different groups of people, but different like familiarities, I guess. Like, depending on how well I know these people. Like, I guess it's like with two groups of friends, I probably will be relatively similar. But if this one group I had known for way less time than the other group, then I probably would be a little bit different. Um, there was like a YouTube video I watched actually on this, but I think it's like they called it like language switching. But it wasn't about actually like changing what you say, but it was just like changing like how you like think about like how you word certain things or who you are kind of thing. And it mostly was like around like black people, like what they are in like work versus what they are in their like everyday lives and how they have to make that like language switch because it's like they're seen as unprofessional if they talk the same way they do in their everyday lives at like in the workplace um so like yeah i've been like thinking about that a lot too that's where it's a... like do, do i do this mm-hmm. that's a good point i think um that i think was brought up in that book the sun is also a star book slash movie where like the main girl she goes to like a very like it's a wealthy school, white kids, like, she'll talk their way and stuff, and then her boyfriend's white, he comes by, and then he meets, like, her, like, neighbors or her friends and stuff, and, like, they have their own slang, like, they do, like, certain things, I guess, and he's just, like, shocked, because he's like, I've never seen the side of you before, like, I didn't realize you were, like, I knew you were black, but I didn't realize you were black, and, yeah, that was, they got in a fight there, and, yeah, that kind of thing. Is that the end of the relationship? No, they still got together. Maybe it's not called The Sun is Also a Star. What's the one with Amanda Zedenberg? Whatever. I forget the name of that book, but I read it for something. Someone with, like, Archie from Riverdale. Ew. (laughs) But, yeah, I very agree with that. And I, too, think that I have different faces. Not maybe in that setting, because they're doing it more for survival and kind of thing. But I feel like more in the surface level. I think I'm more quiet and timid around generally people, not even people I don't know. It's just like think in work settings. I feel like I'm very quiet and timid. Hmm. What, are, what are you like at work? Depends on the work setting, I guess. But I mostly... Yes. <laughs> Gestures to self. <laughs> I think it's like it depends on the setting of work i guess it's like if it was more like a business casual or business formal workplace i think get toned down a little bit and be like slightly more professional but like being the current workplace i am where everyone's just kind of very like chillax and like don't really care that much then i'm like 
way more like myself, I guess. I want to see you. Like, I wish I could like Nick and then like watch you as you're working and like in work calls because I want to see what you're like. No, I'll talk in work calls. It's just like, I guess when I'm in person, it's like a little bit different. Like I'm way more shy for some reason. It's not that I'm shy, I think. I think it's very similar to class participation in school where it was like it felt like kind of forced and you felt like you had to talk to other people and stuff but like I didn't like that I guess situation and I always felt like I was being judged so that almost translated to work where I very rarely speak in meetings and yeah I don't like that I don't speak because sometimes I'll just be like I don't have any input like there's nothing for me to say and then I feel like I should be speaking and apparently that's what I should be doing I should contribute to situations but I don't know I'm just quiet I'm timid I feel like it's not reflective of me yeah that's fair I feel like in bigger groups where like there's more people that I don't know or there's like more of like senior leadership there those are times where I don't really speak as much and I am very quiet and I don't really ask questions because I'm not really comfortable with like the group of people but I think another thing that's kind of weird is that like because I'm an intern it feels like I don't have any kind of like authority and it feels like because I'm so low on the totem pole (laughs) of like the like ladder I guess of positioning that I'm like like I don't really need to like contribute anything or like I don't feel comfortable because it's like I don't know if people are gonna like scoff at the fact of like something I say or whatnot like I'm, I'm sure they won't but there's just like a part of me where it's like oh I'm an intern know your place mm, I feel like those are like very toxic work environments if they they actually try to like get you to stay in your little pigeonhole as an intern yeah and I like I my workplace doesn't do that but in my head Mm. feels like I'm Mm -hmm. like like more judged and stuff and like it just like it just feels like I have no authority and like sometimes it's nice because then it's like I can just keep failing and no one's really gonna say anything (laughs) about it or like I can just ask a bunch of questions because it's the intern she's learning whatever right but then like the flip side of that is like oh I'm an intern I have no authority here I like don't really stand for anything and I don't really mean anything so it's like it's kind of like I feel like I have nothing, you know, mm. like I have no footing mm-hmm. to stand on. So it's very like two sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel if it helps, I still feel that way because I feel so junior in my role. How do I? Yeah. So I guess like I, I feel you there. Like I, mm-hmm. I get you. What you say is your so, true self then? I don't even know. I feel like my true self is when I'm with. I almost want to say when I'm with like my close friends and family because they know me. But also I feel like maybe that's not representative of who I am because that person is like very like outgoing, I guess. And like that person will speak their mind. They'll just say whatever they want. And I'm like, hmm, is that actually me though? I wouldn't do that in every situation with every group of people. Like I wouldn't filter what I'm saying. With some group of friends, I do have to filter with what I'm saying. And I think that's fair, but it doesn't that doesn't take away from the fact that that is maybe your true self. Well, well, we just solved this podcast so quickly. <laughs> we just found the true me. Yeah, I like it's weird because it's like on one hand there is your true self, but then it's like you can 
modify your true self like as long as you're comfortable with it like i don't necessarily see a problem with modifying like or like not modifying but like filtering in some way like who you truly are um just based on like so certain social situations like if you feel comfortable with it like this like not saying like oh if you're black then you should like only talk in a certain way or have like a certain vernacular um at work like that's not what i'm saying <laughs> but like that's kind of like what is expected i guess and like what happens in our society but i'm like talking about like if you're gonna like what is it you're gonna have non-stop controllable farts and you do that in the comfort of your own home maybe like don't do that in front of others <laughs> especially if it's a big group of people that you don't really know like wish society let us fart to our desire but it does not so we don't so you still have the social etiquette mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. well how long do you think it takes for you to become your authentic self with people to become the true mm. version of you i don't think i'm the I don't think I am the truest version of myself to really anybody, but when I'm alone. Wait, when you're alone, you don't, don't, you just sit there alone, don't you? Like, you don't yeah, talk to like, anyone, like, you're just, like, vibing. You don't have thoughts? I'm usually watching something if I'm alone or listening to music and just doing stuff. Yeah, but that's, like, your truest self, no? Just running errands or listening to music or watching TV, nothing else. <laughs> it feels like when I'm alone or like, I don't know, when just like I'm by myself in my space, it feels like the truest version of myself because it feels like anything I do is fine. Like I can like truest version of myself is like probably way more gross than like the societal version of myself, right? Mm. I can just do anything and no one's there to judge me except for myself. And like, why what, am I going to judge myself in my own space when I'm all alone? I guess that's fair. Would you say you're more authentic alone alone? Like, does this include Jordan with you? Or like, when he's there, you're not the truest form, the truest evolved form of Wanda? I think the truest of evolved form of me is when I'm by myself. And then, like, when I'm with him, I'm probably, like, a 9 out of 10 in the terms of, like, evolvement. And then with, with my friends, I'm probably, like, 7.5 out of 10. And then I think at work, like, a 6.5 or, like, a 6 or a 6.5 out of 10. So it, like, goes down. Hmm. With family? Ooh, hard to say. I guess six six point five. <laughs> Interesting. I don't like I don't think I'm the truest form with like I mean like family, my parents, I guess, because I don't really mm -hmm. have other family. So it's like with my parents I'm probably like, yeah, not the truest form of myself because they'd be like, Wanda, get help. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> and you're gonna disown you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I guess when you put it like that, yeah. When I'm by myself, I'm truly the most evolved form of me. And then when I'm with Nick, I, I think about this too because, like, you know, I saw this TikTok the other day that was like, 
this girl was like, I would never let any of my friends read my messages with my boyfriend. They can't know how, like, disgusting we are. Like, we're so sweet to each other and so lovey-gooey. Like, no one can know that side of me exists. And I, like, I kind of resonate with that. And I'm like, hmm, is this really me or is it just me because I'm with my boyfriend? I don't know. Oh, I mean, like, before Jordan and I started dating, he was like, Wanda's so cold. <laughs> like, now. physically? like emotionally (laughs) which is worse um because he was like yeah you're like such an ice queen like you couldn't really like you couldn't really read what like your feelings were oh my god i was like i guess i was very like not like i was very cold and like closed off i guess like i was still friendly like i'm Mm -hmm. still like but it was just like emotionally very closed off i guess but now he's like oh you're not like that at all like so it's like very like two different sides of me like when not in a relationship and in a relationship mm-hmm. yeah i can't let anyone know exactly. about my gooey soft side exactly they can't know how gross <laughs> i am yeah exactly yeah i don't think like it would let um so i think the difference is i would let jordan text you from my phone um, but I wouldn't let you text Jordan from my phone because I don't know what my last sent messages were and they might be like weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I think maybe it's like it comes with living with someone too. Like you just pick up your own mm-hmm. slang, inside jokes, lingo. I think to Nick, like I have- feel like we have our own language sometimes. I can tell when you slip into like Nick slang territory. Um, like it's just certain words or like thing ways you say things now. I'm like, okay, so you got that from him. That's so funny. Yeah, I feel the same way too. Because he mentioned the other day, he was like, "We talk exclusively in memes, but specifically <laughs> my memes." <laughs> Oh, Maggie, who are you anymore? I don't even know. (laughs) Does that mean, like, it's no longer your authentic self, but that's yourself with him? Maybe. But, like, that vocab will slip in when I'm talking to other people. I can't can't contain all the versions of myself. They're spilling out everywhere. (laughs) I feel like there's, like, a Marvel movie that was like that. It's so funny when you just drop the word dog water and I'm like, oh, hi, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now I can't stop saying that word. I say it to my brother, too, and he's like, I don't like that word. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't don't like like it either. either. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it at first, and then he said it so much that I just adopted it. Yeah. I think we had this conversation earlier where it's like we are our five closest or whatever or like people Mm. are made up of their five closest friends or like people Mm -hmm. are but then we were like we're made up of our five most recent tv shows yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's funny who do you is there someone like you want to embody that you feel like you are not being like for example i want to be like my manager i want us to be on the same wavelength I want us to have inside jokes and laugh and run off into the sunset together. But we're not close enough for for us to do that. Oh, it's because I have this dire need to be loved by everyone. I'm a people pleaser. 
I don't know if I would want to embody somebody. I think it's like, like, I like my manager and I hope my manager likes me, but also he has a lot of quirks where I'm like, I could never get into this. Like, she's really into Thai dramas and she knows a lot about Thai dramas. Like, so much so that she made a game, um, like a Jeopardy-like game for Thai dramas and the categories were so obscure that I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> That's so funny. So I don't know if I could embody that side of her. But mm. I I Um maybe like embodiment of like a boss ass bitch. Like I don't know. Like I feel like I've seen someone and I'm like, holy shit, like yeah, you get them. I feel that way when it's like senior management who are women and are like person of color. Like too many, too many men in gaming. Um, so it's <laughs> too many like kinda... men in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like I feel like I've seen things before, and I'm like, damn. Like I wish I could be her. Like because mm-hmm. it's just like she's so like amazing and everything. Like any time I see like a really successful like female entrepreneur who's like worked really hard to get where she is, I'm like, damn. Like I love it. Like you're so. Especially if they're also, like, cutthroat, but also, like, super actually, like, friendly and, like, helpful and they care about certain things rather than just, like, making more money. Then I'm like, wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. Not, like, a person in my everyday life. Yeah. I think of the lady who invented Canva. What? Are you me? Oh my god. Okay. So I spent the entire like morning reading her Medium article about how she became like how she created Canva. Whoa, I was reading that too. <laughs> Not like I read like a summary of her Medium article. Oh, I read the summary. Oh, sorry. I read the summary and then I read like the entire Medium article cuz I was so Whoa. interested in it. That's so funny. You know? Same wavelength, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Because like, I was like, holy, cause that's exactly who I was thinking of. Because like reading her story, I'm like, holy shit, you face so much rejection. Mm-hmm. And like, you like, the mindset that she had every time that she got a rejection where she was like, this sucks. But then I started taking rejection like advice. So rather than asking people like, do you want to like, invest money in my product? It was like, okay, so what advice? Like, can you give me and then she used that advice like hone her like pitch deck and like her product and everything and then when she started like pitching it more and more it was just like more people became interested in it i was like oh go girl yeah and she was like sleeping on like floors for like months and she was like all the things that she was doing like and like the lack of sleep part was kind of like not great like and she was like yeah i don't really recommend this but also like the hustle and the grind this is what elizabeth holmes aspires to be she should have been looking up at the canva lady instead of steve jobs and uh she's a person of color Mm -hmm. she works with her i forget her name melanie i think uh that's so funny because i was just um melanie perkins Hmm. and perkins (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and I think the 
sorry just no, no a little ahead. just a little tack on <laughs> but i think the coolest part is that like she like founded the company but she's like like she founded the company with her like current boyfriend now husband but she's like the ceo and she did like the pitching and everything for it while he was like the coo and i was like oh we love like a supportive man mm-hmm. oh, truly an ally Um, I think it's cool that we were referencing the same woman without saying any names. I think that's so cute. That's crazy. I mentioned it to Nick that I thought it was like pretty cute that so Nick made me watch this video about like nitrous oxide and stuff and how the guy who invented it and soil actually invented mustard gas and stuff like that and bombs. And then um, I forget what happened. He made me watch it and he and then for some reason he was quizzing me on it and then like a few weeks later, like his friends, I was hanging out with him and his friends and they started talking about like a nitrous oxide video. They're like, did you guys watch that video? And then they all just like talked about the same thing. And I was like, hmm, they didn't even like share it with each other, but they just knew exactly what videos to watch. I think that's kind of cute. That's so funny because it's like, Jordan and I don't watch educational videos at all. <laughs> we watch people reacting to funny TikTok compilations. <laughs> <laughs> So if he started quizzing me on TikToks, I feel like I'd be much better at it than you with nitrous oxiding mustard gas. Yeah, well, we don't always watch education. It's more like Nick watches them. And then I watch the good old Keith reviews Costco things and, and the other like um, other, what is it, superficial things. Like my Met Gala looks. That's what I watch. I watch pop yeah. culture. He watches educational things to try to educate me. Yeah, it's so interesting that he watches educational content. I think, like, Jordan does too, but mostly, like, tech-related stuff or, like, things that he wants to learn about, and he does not share those things with me because mm. I do not care for them at all. I watch food videos. Mm. Yeah, they're very diverse. Even Nick's TikTok is, like, so boring. It's always about, like, mortgage and financing and stuff like that. I hate it. Oh, my gosh. Um, Noel from, like, uh, Tiny Meat Gang and his wife, like, did a video where... I actually do recommend it. It's a very funny video, but it's like they reviewed each other's like for you page and they like reacted to it. And like her for you page on TikTok was like dogs and like cute little baking videos and like just like really like wholesome and like like wholesome stuff. And his was like the most like chaotic shit like that I've ever seen. And like there was one where there was like a pizza that was like spinning around in a sink and there was like a like to like a i don't know like music in the background and he just like would not stop laughing like he like oh, non-stop God. laughing from him like he just found it so funny and i'm like mm, the true the algorithms are accurate yeah but it's just like wow they're so different therefore you pages mm-hmm. are so different mm-hmm. um nick also says that on a daily basis he uses all the math and science stuff he learned in school can you can you say you do the same or no? Because he was like, don't you use the quadratic formula every day? And I said, no, I do not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I asked Jordan what the quadratic formula is, he'd be like, oh. <laughs> but the fact that I can't tell if Nick is joking, like to this day, I don't know if he's joking or not. Like, because we mentioned like tutoring and stuff. He's like, yeah, like I did grade 10 math. So that means I can teach grade 10 math. And I was like, that's not how it works. Like, you know, teaching is, like, an art form. Like, it's very difficult. 
And he was like, no, it's like so easy. I use it on like a daily basis. Like I just build off of what I use now. Like I still use like grade 10 math. I still use trig equations. I still use everything. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know if you're gaslighting me or not. Not to like flame Jordan, but like sometimes when you roll dice for Catan and it comes out like with like there's two different dice, right? And he'll add the numbers, but he'll add the numbers wrong. So I don't know. <laughs> like I, I don't know how uh in depth his math is. It's okay. Or a little <laughs> Nick could Nick like adds things up and does math in his head very quickly and I can't match that, so I would not know if he was wrong or not. I'd be like, Okay, sure. It's the Asian. You know, like when your parents your parents can do that too, can't they? Yeah, they can. I can't. Yeah, same. <laughs> I can't either. Um Yes. Oh, so like I kind of like ranked my authentic selves from like out of ten, like ten being the most authentic. Like, how would you rank your different selves? Um, I guess ten is alone. You're right. Hmm. But I am more like thoughtful when I'm alone versus I feel like when I'm with people. Sometimes I'll say the wrong things. Or, like I'll say something. I'm like, hmm, why did I say that? I feel like that's not representative who of who I am or what I truly mean. But in my head, it all makes sense. When you're by yourself, you're never like, oh, why did I say that wrong thing to myself? <laughs> no, because I don't talk to myself. I just think You don't things. have internal monologues? Um, yeah, but I don't like talk, say it out loud. I feel like saying it out loud is different than thinking it. Okay, I'll give you that. So I guess 10 alone. Um, I'll say I think like nine with Nick. But mm-hmm. also nine with my family. Yeah, I feel like that's representative. And then I think like eight with my very close friends. And then I would say like seven with people I'm not as close with, but I still hang out with them. And then for work, like a five. Five or four. I feel like I'm truly a closet version of me. Aw. What about, like, people you meet for the first time? Was that, like, a six, or was that lower than the five? It's weird because it's, like, it's depending on the social setting, and it's depending on, like, who I'm with. Like, some people, like, will empower you to be, like, a bit social, or some situations will empower you to be social, or if you're in the right mood. Like, it depends. Like, if it's just, like, I'm passing by, or, like, if it's a work meeting and I'm meeting someone for the first time, I'm still a four or five. But if it's, like, a social setting, and it's a colleague then maybe it's like a six i can see that i definitely because i kind of talked about this last week where i was like in the beginning of my mba where like you're like kind of just in that situation where you're trying to meet new people i'm like so outgoing and stuff and like i'm like oh friends like i love making friends i love meeting new people and it's like this persona of myself that is like way more extroverted than i really am and then as like time goes on i slowly like drop all these people Mm -hmm. and then i just like go down to like a core group of people yeah it's similar with work too i think or like even when i was in school because I guess the business program, like anytime I was doing internships or like job shadowing, I was like, I think I put on a persona where I was like very ambitious. Like I was like going to cutthroat. I was like going to fight in meetings and stuff. And I was like, this is going to be so fun. I'm going to be like a boss ass bitch. And then you get climatized to the real world and working conditions and work life balance. And then my ambitions start to fall a little bit where I'm like, eh, well, I don't really want to climb the ladder that aggressively. 
I'm take my sweetest time, smell the roses along the way. And then I feel like I'm almost letting people down in that way. But, yeah. No, I think it's, like, understandable. I think it's okay to chill. Like, you don't need to be, like, <laughs> climb the corporate ladder. Mm-hmm. Okay to smell the roses. I don't even like it's... roses that much. You don't like roses that much? Well, I don't like the thorns on them. If you buy a bouquet of them, I'm sure they remove like, the thorns. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Still. I don't love roses either, so I'm with you there. I actually just mm-hmm. don't like the smell of flowers in general, so. I love the aesthetic of flowers. I don't, like, smell. Actually, I really like the smell of, like, jasmine. Yeah, jasmine. Oh, I find that floral scents give me headaches. Wow. Basically, any scent that's too sweet, any floral mm. scent, um, tends to give me headaches. I like more like muted smells, mm-hmm. like maybe like more woodsy smells type of stuff. And like citrus is usually okay, but it's if it's too strong the citrus, then I also get a headache. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. I have a very strong sniffer. And... Yeah, some perfumes I don't vibe with. Yeah, I think most perfumes I don't vibe with. I can't. I think that's why I stopped wearing perfume because I just I can't do it. Like I, mm. it's too strong in myself that like even when it fades, I'm like mm, I still can smell it and I don't love this on me. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I recommend the Jo Malone ones. I feel like those fade so quickly. Yeah, but then it's like, why I'm am I paying for perfume? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're really uh, expensive. I do really like them though because it's like a woodsy scent. I think I like it better on other people. Like, I think I like, oh, you smell really nice. Mm-hmm. But I think nothing smells better than someone coming fresh out of the shower. Yeah, or fresh laundry. I love the smell of fresh laundry. I like the smell of Tide, but I don't like the smell of Tide Pods. Hmm, and I don't like the smell of other detergents. Whoa, I didn't even realize other oh. detergents had a scent. I think because I've always With- used Tide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... I think there was a period of time where Jordan was using like sunlight or like that yellow bottle of detergent, and I was like, "That's a smell." Laundry detergent? Where did I think it's laundry. Huh? I thought it was dishwasher. Interesting. I mean, like, kind of both, right? Like, yeah. if you are in time, yeah, dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because like Tide pods versus like a dish dishwasher pod, like they're kind of the same thing. Yeah. Really, like not don't don't use them interchangeably though. I feel like mm. that's bad because you eat off your plates. Side story, like my when my dad used to live with us, um, he was doing laundry for a bit, and then I was like, no, don't worry, I'll do laundry. And then I realized he was using like dish detergent in our laundry, and I was like, whoa, like it's sunlight, like it's yellow, it's dish detergent. And I brought my dad and my brother, and I was like, you guys were using the wrong soap, and they were like, aren't they all the same? And I was like no <laughs> i'm surprised that like your laundry machines like explode from bubbles me too but it would like, explain why it smelled like kind of weird like mm, dishes i yeah. guess <laughs> interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that's mm-hmm. why you shouldn't have the same color of uh laundry detergent with yeah. dish soap yeah that's why i associate sunlight with dish but that also if you're colorblind sorry 
<laughs> I mean, like, it might have not been sunlight, but it was a big yellow bottle, and I feel like it said sunlight on it. And now I'm like, you're making me sunlight. Sunlight could be a laundry thing. I've just never seen it, I guess. It's so hard to be authentically yourself, like, with other people. I think in general... It just goes back to the whole, I still don't know if I'm an extrovert or an introvert, because there's so many times where it's like, I just get back home and I'm like, ugh, I feel like, I feel so nice here. I feel the best here. But I think it's just because it's like, when you're in public, you just have to, there's more social conventions. And I think the social conventions or like the societal expectations that is what bogs me down. Yeah. I think the older I get, the more that happens to me, the more I'm like, I just want to be at home. Just rest. And not talk yeah. to anyone except people in my comfort zone. So myself, yeah. more Nick, apparently. Or my <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Believe your family's in your comfort zone. I like I could not. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's because like we've been in such like tight quarters for long periods of time, like traveling and stuff, like same hotel room for two weeks. So mm. like that's why I'm like, you know what? They've literally seen every disgusting version of me, judge free. It's okay. You always come out of those situations fighting, though. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I'm always so mad at them by the end of the two weeks, but it's still like, you know what? No matter what, they would not judge me. Mm, my mother okay. would not. My mother might, and my brother might, but you know what? I don't care. That's the difference. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Take this time to reflect on what are all authentic selves mean. Mm -hmm. And if you are truly authentic with the people that are around you, or if you're truly authentic by yourself, type of is authenticity mean to you? And what is the true version of yourself? Being two-faced isn't all that bad. (laughs) I mean, I would not say you're two-faced. I would say you have at least four faces. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Just one one on each side of it. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us for another episode. Go like us and follow us on t- social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Go like us and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And join us next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye! Bye.